Hey, y'all, this is Eric, and you're listening to Southeastern Bowhunter Podcast. What's going on, guys? It's a month till deer season. We got less than a month till season starts here in Georgia, and I'll tell y'all what, I am unbelievably excited. Um, got a lot of good deer on camera, got a couple new spots, some public land that's gonna, that I think is going to be uh, very productive. Um, I know there's a lot of giants out there. And man, it it's it's unbelievable. I can't believe it's almost here. Uh, we've got uh, three spots that are producing some pretty pretty good deer. Um, and you know, I just want to thank everybody for all the support so far. It's been it's been a little bit of a grind. You know, I've talked to a few other podcasters that have been giving me so much info, so much advice, and man, I just want to let y'all know how much I really appreciate it. Hopefully, you guys are listening to this. And we're making this thing grow, man. It, it's, it's crazy. Um, this is the fourth episode of Truck Talk Tuesdays. And, you know, it's, it's kind of just going to be like a BS session. There's not, there, I've already gone over my arrow setup. I've already gone over my bow. Um, one thing I haven't gone over is the feed that I like to use. And I just got to put this plug out there, man. If y'all have not looked up a tracks from SWI, y'all are missing out it to me is the best thing on the market it's a little pricey but it's worth it y'all you get the best feed out there it it's great for the deer they love it they smash it every single time you put it out i know guys that have put it out and 10 minutes later those deer are right on it there's a buddy of mine on facebook who i've been talking to and every single day it's like he posts pictures of this giant 11 pointer and for y'all that are in the same hunting group that we're all in um you know exactly who I'm talking about. This dude's awesome. And it it blows my mind. You know, I wish. I wish that I could have deer show up right after I put feet out. But, um, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about what I found, what intel I've got, a new spot that's really an old spot, um, and just the exciting things, man. Like, it, it, like I said, it's a month till deer season, and there's still so much to do. So let's get into it. I've got, um, let's, let's cover the first, the first and foremost, the most exciting part. My in-laws are still going to let me hunt their spot. They, uh, were supposed to be moved out this month and it looks like they're not going to move out to the end of September. So I've got three or four weeks that I can go hunt their property. And this is where I killed a prayer buck. This is where I saw that deer named Sheriff. There was also another buck that was easily 150 class eight pointer you could call him a nine pointer, but it it wasn't really that one time wasn't big enough if you ask me. So yeah, anyway, 150 inch eight pointer. I mean that, that, that's enough to get anybody excited. He's a smart deer and a buddy of mine that hunts across the street actually saw him on the hoof, but could not get a shot. And it was, it was heartbreaking. The story that he told me, maybe I can get him on to tell it. I don't really know. I haven't reached out to him about it yet, but I'm excited because if sheriff is still alive, he's going to be my target buck on that property. And if, if this deer named Hercules, which was the 150 inch eight pointer is still around, y'all better believe that if he shows up and I can get a shot, it's over. So anyway, I, uh, yeah, got that spot back. So I put a trail camera out, put some of that attracts out there. Like I said before, if you're not using it, you're missing out. You have got to get a tracks belt. It, it, it's, it's insane. It, I could say it's the best stuff on the market. You could think I'm full of it and that's fine, but go give it a shot. 
get you one bag or a, a tracks block and you will not be disappointed um so anyway got a camera out got feet out gonna go check the camera in about two weeks you know right now everyone wants to be in the woods they want to be checking cameras seeing what's on their properties or going to check public and honestly i i feel the same way y'all but the one thing i've been hearing everybody say and the one thing i've been getting told the most is that you just don't want you don't want to be in there too much you know you don't want to be in there checking cameras every day or once a week or something like that because if you're not running a cell camera and you've got a just a regular old sd card trail camera that you know you have to change the sd cards out obviously you have to go in the woods and and swap the cards but what you don't or what you might not realize is when every time you go in there you leave a scent now you could spray down with scent killer and that might help a little bit but you're leaving a scent and those deer are going to pick up on that and if they pattern you before season starts it's over so just watch how much you're going in the woods and you know use obviously use those trail cameras for the most data that you can gather um try to pattern these deer the bucks are still in velvet so they haven't most of them i'm not going to say all of them but most of them probably haven't um changed their range they're getting to that point though they are they are definitely getting to that point one of one of the target bucks actually at my grandparents place that i've i put him at the top of the list i haven't seen him in two weeks now granted i did move my feed site a little bit deeper in the woods not in the field that i was planning on hunting mostly this year but i changed it up a little bit i'm trying to change my strategy i listened to a podcast on uh friday from nine nine finger chronicles podcast y'all go check him out he is awesome his name is dan johnson dude's been in the game for for years um he and i were talking back and forth and you know that that episode that he put out i forget the kid's name but he was hunting a property for like i don't know five ten years something like that and he said he saw some deer and he killed some pretty decent deer but he always struggled to kill a big buck like a you know higher than a 125 basically a pope and young he, he had never seen a pope and young on the hoof didn't see him on the cameras or anything so he changed his strategy up and that got me wanting to do the exact same thing so i'm thinking this year i'm gonna probably try to stay as mobile as i can use my climber i've got everything set up i've got it ready to go waiting on a seat from uh hasmore y'all go get you a silent seat from them the southern outdoorsman podcast is what turned me onto that seat and from everything I've read, they're super quiet and they're super lightweight. They're not that expensive. So, I mean, why not give it a try? Anything you do that's going to quiet you down in the woods is going to help you out. So definitely go give them a shout. See, see, what, uh, see what products they have that you would like and try it out, man. So anyway, got that new spot. Can't wait to pull the camera. My grandparents' place. I was just there today, put out some, some more of that attracts. I mixed it with buck bourbon, which is another great product. Um, and I'm, I'm honestly expecting to see quite a lot of deer movement. I know that I've seen a ton of deer sign. Um, I did not go back deeper into the woods to see what, you know, to pull a camera, um, to see what was hitting that feed, the, uh, attracts block that I put out there just because, like I said earlier, I really don't want to booger that place up. It's, it's so easy right now just to mess a spot up by going in too much. So I went in as deep as I needed to, put the feet out, put new batteries in my cell camera, and I'm letting it sit for the next two weeks. As long as that camera doesn't die, I don't plan on going back. So anyway, hope y'all got your bows set up. 
Um, I've been shooting mine. I just had to actually recite mine in because I tuned my, my poundage down a little bit. It's not that it was too much. It just wasn't, it wasn't super easy to hold for, for the, um, for like a minute. That's usually how I try to practice is my first shot before I shoot any arrows. I will pull my bow back. Obviously there's an arrow, you know, knocked on, but my first shot, I pull the bow back and I sit for a minute. I will count it out in my head and I'll sit for a minute hang just keeping that pin right on my target and i want to be sure that if if i pull back on a deer and that deer keeps moving and i have to hold that bow back i don't want it to be over overdrawn or over poundage where i'm shaking or i'm tiring out and i have to let down because any movement in a tree as i'm sure a lot of y'all know deer will pick up on that that's what they look for they look for movement obviously they use their noses too but they mainly look for movement um if you're down wind of a deer i believe it's downwind um god i sound like a novice right now but anyway if you have it where the deer can't smell you if your wind is good the main thing you got to be worried about is movement and sound get your tree stands completely silent make sure that when you pull your bow back if you're using like if you're in my situation where you're using a whisker biscuit make sure that arrow is not loud because a deer will hear that if a deer is 20 yards within you, they'll hear it. If it's loud, if it's not loud, you're fine. And if you're using a, a drop away, I'm sure you're good. Some of them click, but I'm, I, if that's what you're using, I highly suggest you change it if, if it makes a ton of noise. Um, noise, scent, movement, all of that. It's extremely important. Um, yes, yeah, so another update on public. Going back out on the 27th to at least move my camera, if not pull the camera completely. When we went scouting, we found so much deer sign, and I found the big buck's bed that uh, I saw last year, the one that saw me in the tree. I found the tree I want to go in. I've got a whole game plan set up for that. Um, I don't know if I'm going to cover that on this episode. I'll probably do a whole episode on the game plan for that one once it gets closer to that time. I don't expect to see him in that area during early season because it was during the rut when I saw him. Um but regardless, we've got a lot of good spots on public, especially for early season. We're going deeper this year, and it's I'm, I'm excited to pull that card. I really am because I know that this area is, is a good area. With all the sign that we saw, all the tracks that we saw, I mean, there, I will be shocked if I don't at least see a deer the first morning. Um, let's see. What else? You know, if you guys are guessing on broadheads, I've had a, a, quite a few people message me and say, hey, what do you think about, you know, this broadhead, that broadhead, any broadhead is going to do the job. Uh, you you can use basically anything you want. I've seen a few that I'm kind of questionable on. You know, I, I prefer the Q80 Exodus or the G5 Megamine. I've got a couple video or a couple episodes that are on that. That's just my choice. A lot of people like them. A lot of people don't. You know, if you want to stay fixed, by all means, go fixed. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if you're if you've got a broadhead that is accurate, and you can send that broadhead through both lungs or the heart. You're fine. You don't need something that's going to you know cut a giant hole out of a deer. But everyone's got their preference. So I'm expecting for this season, based off what I'm seeing, that 
opening morning is going to be pretty solid. Um, it's, it's just looking good, man. I mean, I, I really don't know what else to say about it. You know, we, I think in the last episode, I covered how I lost that spot. What's so crazy is the next day I found, or I got permission back from my in-laws. They told me that they weren't going to be moving that Rockdale County is a great County for deer hunting. I've got a buddy who hunts a hunt club right down the street and every single year they kill monsters out there. And across the street, like I said, the buddy of mine that killed my target buck from last year and saw Hercules, dude, he's killed so many good deer, you know, now he's got a lot more experience than I do, but just knowing that's right across the street, I mean, that's, that makes me pretty excited. So planning on knocking on some doors. I was scouting the other day over in Gwinnett County and found a couple of spots right near where I saw those big bucks a few weeks ago. And I've got some stuff in the works to try and get permission. I also have talked to Jay Maxwell from 4610 Productions. He, he's been a huge help, man. That dude is, is awesome. Um, so go check his website out, go check his YouTube out. Um, dude's a killer. If you, if you're like me and you've never really knocked on a door, the one thing that I've always been worried about when doing that is people saying no, which is really stupid. You know, the worst thing they can do is say no. They're, they're, it's not that big of a deal, you know? Um, so I do have some plans. Go knock on some neighbor's doors over by my in-laws. The plan is once my in-laws sell this house, uh, plan to talk to the new owners, try to get permission from them as well. So we'll see how that goes. I'll definitely keep you guys updated. Um, you know, and, and y'all just, just get your scouting done. If you're feeding, make sure that what I would do, what I would do from what I've been told by a lot of my buddies that hunt who have been in this for years, they say that if you feed a deer too much, you know what I mean? Like if you, if you feed them all year long, eventually those deer are going to get used to, you know, feed always being there. Now you can do a timed uh, timed feeder. I don't have the money for that. I can't spend $300 on a feeder. That's got a timer that I can set it off at seven o'clock every single day. And these deer, as soon as they hear that, that corn or whatever you're putting out, as soon as they hear that feeder click on, they're going to it. But you got to think these deer feed all over the place, you know? So I'm pretty sure acorns are going to start dropping soon. Um, go find your sign, go find a good spot. You know, I, I don't have a ton of experience. I covered that in the introductory episode. But I've been doing my research a lot and I listen to hunting podcasts every single day. You know, it, it helps. There's so many good podcasts out there. Just look them up. You know, if, if, if you want to learn, there's tons of them. So, you know, it's, I I think the plan is going to be go hit the in-laws either opening morning or that Sunday morning of opening weekend if I don't go opening morning, I'm going to go to my grandparents' place opening morning, and then we're going to go hit public that evening. And man, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I've got two buddies that are going to be going with me, possibly three. And actually, that just reminded me, a buddy of mine who lives in South Georgia in Valdosta. Um, I've known this kid since we were kids. He's getting into hunting, and I'm so happy for him. We were talking over the weekend about what bow he wants, arrow setup. Uh, broadhead setup. He's got a brand new stand. He's got, he, he went and bought a tracks. So I know his camera is going to be popping. He's got tons of deer on his property. He lives in Valdosta, which is pretty, pretty South Georgia. Um, 
And actually, we have a trip planned that I'm going to go down there and go hunt with him. So there's going to be content for that too. It's uh, it's exciting, y'all. I, I think this is going to be a great year for everybody. Um, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. And you know, one thing that I, I learned this uh, this weekend, I was listening to the New Seek One podcast where they were talking with a deer biologist about deer movement. And they were they also had Bill from Spartan Forge on there, which y'all have got to use Spartan Forge. It It's, in my opinion, the best app out there. I've used DeerCast. It's great. I've used HuntStand. I've used um base map i mean all that stuff onyx i know they're all good they all are great but to me spartan forge is definitely the best it's got predictions that aren't based off of you know hunters seeing deer it's based off of deer movement from collared deer in the wild and i mean you you really can't beat that if you've got information from deer that are in the wild and you know what they're doing around certain times of the year based off of weather, based off of the moon, based off of everything. I, why wouldn't you use that? So, um, yeah, that's, that's my rant on that. Um, there's a lot of things in the works right now, you know, and here in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have a lot of guests on. Um, I say a lot, probably like three or four, but regardless, it's exciting times. Y'all deer season is almost here. I absolutely cannot wait. I know my wife is tired of hearing about it. Um, the day that I'm recording this, August 15th, is actually my daughter's birthday. So I want to say happy birthday to Tiffany. She's turning seven years old. Um, she's actually coming with me this year for the first time going hunting. And she can't wait. She's so excited. Um, so hopefully we can kill a big buck. We've got um, three three big bucks on my grandparents property that i know of one of them was around last week and his name is pickles he's he's a funky looking i guess you'd call honestly he's probably like a 10 pointer he's got so much junk on his bases that you can count as points but he's a cool looking deer and i got the name pickles from uh whitetail legacy podcast you want to check those guys out dude they are some awesome guys they have been so crucial in me doing this and giving me tips, giving me pointers. I mean, just pointing me in the right direction. I can't thank those guys enough. And I can't thank my buddy, Paul Sinoground for introducing me to them. Um, you know, th- this hunting community, it- it's like a family. You know, I see people bash people on Facebook all the time, you know, fighting over fixed blade mechanical or whatever, you know, whatever they fight about. Arrow weight, it's so stupid. You know, we're, we're all we're all a family. We're all out here enjoying, you know, what God created. And in my opinion, doing the most fun thing on the planet, which is deer hunting, you know, it doesn't even have to be bow hunting. I know there's a bow hunting podcast and that's what it's going to center around. But at the, at the roots of it, we're all, we're all in this together. So when I see people fight, it's, it's sad, you know, there's already enough division in the world. We don't need any more. So you know, that's my rant on that. But I think, uh, I think as far as my grandparents place go, um, I have three stand setups there. I've got my, or um, three setups right now. I've got a ladder stand on the back of the property, which I've got a lot of good data on. It's right off of a deer trail. The only issue with that is crossing that trail. I know that deer can definitely smell after we've been there. Um, the wind is kind of a weird setup. It, it, I don't think it's a normal wind. Um, 
you know, in order to get in there undetected where they're not going to smell you. Thing is, too, they can come from behind you, which I know that's pretty much normal, but the deer trail literally goes behind the tree stand. So it's kind of it's kind of a weird spot. But then I've also got a whole chunk of woods in the big woods that I'm hunting that I've pretty much picked out three or four trees. I've got a mock scrape in there. I've got that a tracks block in there. I've got a camera over it. So once I pull that card, I'll have a lot more, a lot more to talk about with that. Um, but yeah, that spot, I think, especially during the rut is going to be amazing. What I saw last year, as far as deer sign goes for this place, there was so many rubs on good sized trees, not just little ones, but like good sized trees. And when I got that picture of Rocky, who I think he was like an 11 pointer last year, um, it got me excited. I mean, I know there's a dominant buck in there somewhere. I don't know if it's pickles. I don't know if it's bluey who is the, he's probably like 125 inch eight point that's back there. Um, or if it's Rocky or there could be another deer, you know, I don't know. It could have been skyscraper. Who's the buck that looks like an elk. I mean, I don't know who it was. Um, y'all got to remember, I've only had this property for a year and all summer I've been seeing three big bucks, but I, they could all leave. Um, but what I do know is there's a ton of deer back there. You know, my, my grandparents are getting a house built over there and they were telling me that this morning the builders showed up and they said there was three deer just in the yard over by their wood pile. And that, I mean, it, it, that place to me is like sacred ground. You know, I try not to do too much over there. I try not to booger it up too much. Um, especially where my ground blinds at. Cause that's probably where me and my daughter are going to hunt mostly. Um, cause she is still pretty little. I don't know if I want to get her in a tree yet, but I'm hoping if God blesses us enough that we will get a deer when we go out there. Um, the opening weekend, I'm going to be going that Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be a long weekend. There's going to be a ton of content for you. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it, it's, it's exciting. You know, I've said that three or four times, but I cannot wait. I cannot wait for deer season to get here. And so we can finally start chasing these deer that we've been watching all year. Um, you know, and, and I want to hear from y'all. I want to hear feedback. I want to hear what broadheads you're using. I want to hear what arrows you're shooting. I want, you know, I want to know your bow setups. I want to know what your hunting strategies are. You know, it, we all, we all are part of this and we all can learn and grow from it. So that's kind of the point of this whole podcast, you know, is just to connect with everybody and get to know everyone in the local area, everyone, just everyone in the industry, everyone that, that does this, you know, I will literally talk for hours with anybody about deer hunting. Um, my buddy, Danny, who is actually a four time, um, 3d archery champion who lives about 30, 40 minutes from me. I just met this dude three months ago. You know, I was at my gramps's, uh, birthday party and I just happened to sit next to this guy and my granny came up and she goes, Hey, did you know that he hunted? And Danny looks at me and goes, no, I didn't know that. So we talked for two hours just about deer hunting. He told me everything he knows. He told me, you know, well, everything he knows that he could tell me in two hours, but he told me about big bucks he's killed. He actually used to hunt in Rockdale right next to where I'm at. Um, I mean, it, it, it's crazy how you can just meet somebody. And if you got, if you hunt, I mean, right there, you know, you could talk for hours. Um, yeah, that's kind of my rant. You know, this isn't going to be a long podcast, um, but you know, because work's been pretty heavy lately, I haven't had a lot of time to go out. I have been talking to a couple of people about getting on, 
Um, and we're going to make it happen. You know, I, I've got buddies who have stories for days and I want to hear y'all stories. If you've got a story about a big buck that you've killed, send me a picture on Facebook or Instagram. Send me a, send me a story on it and maybe I'll do an episode on it. You know, I want, I want this to be as interactive as possible. So, you know, I do these truck talk Tuesdays. Um, probably going to do another episode this week. And honestly, I have no idea what it's going to be about yet, but that's the fun of it. You know, it, it, it's fun just to sit down, talk about deer hunting, tell you all my strategies, what I'm using and just keep you guys informed. You know, that I want, I want y'all to see this grow. I want y'all to be along this journey with me and hopefully we can kill a big buck. I uh, really hope you guys enjoyed that story on the prayer book. That deer is now in my basement. He's hung up on the wall. That deer to me means so much. And I really hope that that episode reached a lot of people. I really hope that y'all got the message I was trying to put out in that episode. Um, yeah. And we're going to make this thing. We're going to make this thing grow. I, I firmly believe that. So anyway, thank y'all for listening. Episode four of Truck Talk Tuesdays. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Southeastern Bowhunter Podcast. Go give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our YouTube channel.